Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the October 18th edition. Aviation and Missile Command soldiers served as graders during the New Century Technology High School's third annual JROTC Invitational Drill Meet held in September in Huntsville. Five schools from throughout the state participated in the competition, which included armed and unarmed drill and ceremony events, a knowledge bowl, and a knockout drill. It was supposed to include the Army physical fitness test, but poor weather conditions canceled that portion of the event. Sergeant First Class Michael Hawk, AMCOM Future Initiative Group non-commissioned officer, inspected cadets and tested their knowledge. Following the inspection, the cadets moved to unarmed regulation drill, which entailed performing regulation drill sequences. Sergeant First Class Samuel Cady, who works in the AMCOM Command Group, was one of the graders. The top teams took home awards for each category. Simplifying the way the Army trains and builds teams while continuously transforming the force are among the focus areas of the Army's new Chief of Staff, General Randy George. George said the Army must reduce the use of complicated, cumbersome technology while leveraging technology that cut cost, including video game simulations that can lower spending on training formations. Using artificial intelligence, the Army can replicate realistic battlefield scenarios with less assistance from additional units. The Army's top uniformed leader spoke during the Association of the U.S. Army's annual meeting and exposition in Washington, D.C., and said the nation's largest military branch must continue to find ways to continually transform, including developing methods to better access and process data while enabling machine learning and autonomy. George said the service's top priority in transforming the force will be effective command and control as a foundation. In June, the Army discussed plans to transition to divisions as its unit of action to allow smaller units to maneuver and provide greater command and control capabilities. George also announced plans to reduce excess and little-used equipment to help deliver combat-ready formations. General Andrew Pappas, Army Forces Command Commander and Army Materiel Command Leader General Charles Hamilton, will lead a two-year effort to reduce the supply of excess equipment at two divisions by the end of 2023. In turn, the initiative will save soldiers hours from managing excess material, George added. In more news from the AUSA event, the Army's senior sustainer, General Charles Hamilton, emphasized the direct correlation between quality of life and readiness. Those quality of life programs and services were the focus of a contemporary military forum panel discussion on delivering ready combat power, taking care of people. The main takeaway, Army leaders at all levels want real-time soldiers and family feedback to know and understand quality of life issues so they can find solutions. Installation Management Command actively encourages feedback to make improvements, whether on family and unaccompanied housing or programs and services, such as child care, spouse employment, and PCS-related issues, according to Lieutenant General Omar Jones, MCOM's commander. Also during the AUSA annual meeting, Secretary of the Army Christine Wormuth swore in Chris McBride and Ron Corsetti as civilian aides to the Secretary of the Army during an investiture ceremony at the annual AUSA conference on October 10th. It's an honor to welcome our two newest CASAs to the Army's team, Warmoth said. As CASAs, they will be great advocates for the Army and their local communities. I have asked them to help share the Army's story to help young people see how the Army can give them a sense of purpose and provide a fulfilling career. McBride from Alabama is a retired corporate executive with more than 30 years in the defense industry. 
She is a part-time senior business counselor for the University of Alabama in Huntsville's Apex Accelerator, where she advises small businesses interested in doing business with the government at the federal, state, and local levels. McBride spends most of her time volunteering for organizations that support soldiers, young people, education, and economic development in Greater Huntsville. She has been an active leader in the Association of the U.S. Army for 20 years, working her way from chapter secretary to the third region president. McBride is the immediate past chair of the board of directors for the Huntsville-Madison County Convention and Visitors Bureau. The Global Combat Support System Army Enterprise Aviation Program has been fielded to more than 3,400 Army users worldwide after a year-long effort. In September of 2022, the Army Acquisition Executive issued the authority to proceed with the GCSS Army EAVN solution full system deployment. On September 27th, senior leaders of the Aviation and Missile Command recognized the dedication and efforts of the GCSS Army fielding teams for their successful full-system deployment efforts. The system includes warehouse, property book, unit supply, ground maintenance, and tactical logistics financial management functionality. The EAVN solution ties the Army's Aviation Aircraft Notebook into the GCSS Army baseline. It provides near real-time aviation combat readiness and maintenance information to commanders and managers at all levels throughout the Army. The colder it gets outside, the more likely it is that motorists will encounter deer on the roadways of Redstone Arsenal. Deer are not necessarily more active because of the temps, it's just an easy way to remember to be more cautious. Vehicle strikes occur throughout the year, but the probability increases greatly between December and March, Justin Fluger, Redstone's wildlife biologist, said. That is when the deer move more to find food and cover, as well as the breeding season. When someone does have an accident involving a deer, they need to contact the Redstone Police Department, according to Kelly Smith, the Post Wildlife Conservation Officer, even if they don't want or need an accident report. Smith added that in most cases, if the driver would like to take the deer meat with them, they can. If they decline, Smith works with a number of families in need to provide them with the venison. Members of the Combat Capabilities Development Command Aviation and Missile Center laced up their running shoes October 8th for the 39th Annual Army 10-Miler Race in Washington, D.C. They joined more than 26,000 runners from 23 countries. Three of the four teams placed in the team competition categories. The 21 runners came from three different AVMIC locations, Moffittville, California, Huntsville, and Fort Eustis, Virginia, giving runners the opportunity to meet co-workers normally seen only on a computer screen. Throughout the United States, October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. Celebrating the contribution of American workers with disabilities past and present, the designation showcases supportive, inclusive employment policies and practices that benefit employers and employees, according to the Department of Labor. The theme for this year is Advancing Access and Equity, a theme that is recognized at the Arsenal by the Equal Employment Office. Victoria Betts, who works for the EEO at Garrison, said disability is not just recognizing the existence of disabilities, it's about obtaining a deep understanding of the challenges and triumphs faced by individuals with disabilities every day. In recognition of the Observation Month, Betts said her office has sent weekly emails with reminders about disability awareness and the importance of inclusion. Each email includes a message, image, and quote of the week. For example, just because a man lacks the use of his eyes doesn't mean he lacks vision. A quote by Stevie Wonder. 
October is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. The Army Community Service Family Advocacy Program will hold a Painting with Purpose event to recognize the month on October 30th from 5 to 7 p.m. at Humanity Studios in Huntsville. The Engineering Support Center in Huntsville closed out the fiscal year in record time, ensuring America's warfighters and other federal agencies get the support they need to continue their missions. At around 7 p.m. on September 30th, the center completed its last contract action. By 11, the center's resource management directorate fiscally cleared all programs and was able to run the shutdown of fiscal year 23. In an email to the workforce, Albert Chip Marin III, Huntsville Center Programs and Business Manager, gave kudos as the center completed 3,680 contract actions and obligated a total of $2.421 billion. He explained that this fiscal year was the earliest the center has completed its contract actions and the earliest total completion in the center's history. A quick note for garrison personnel. The Garrison Safety Office, in coordination with the Garrison Commander, requests the workforce's support of the Army Readiness Assessment Program by completing the online survey within the next 90 days. The ARAP is a web-based program that provides battalion-equivalent and above commanders with data on their organization's readiness posture by assessing the safety climate and culture. The survey can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash earap.safety.army.mil. Garrison Commander Colonel Brian Coatsing joined area school superintendents last week to encourage parents who live and work at Redstone Arsenal to complete federal impact aid forms so the districts can get a share of that source of funding. Local school systems are entitled to impact aid money if either parent or guardian of a student is employed on certain federal properties, is on active duty, or if they live in low-rent federal housing or any combination of these requirements. Employees working at the installation, including military, Department of the Army, Department of Defense, Department of Justice personnel, and contractors, are eligible. The parents of students in the Madison and Huntsville City School Systems and Madison County District can fill out electronic forms available through the PowerSchool parent portals, and hard copies are also still available at the local schools. Cozine said that Redstone, the largest federal and government employer in the area, partners each year with local school districts to inform military-connected families about the importance of filling out the impact aid form. The Huntsville City School District has received about $4.68 million in impact aid funds since the 2007-08 school fiscal year. The Madison City District has received more than $5.3 million in impact aid funding since 1999. And since the inception of the impact aid program, the Madison County School System has received more than $1.8 million. Redstone Arsenal was the site of a fall training exercise for 59 Army ROTC cadets last week, with the aspiring officers getting some hands-on experience and guidance from two senior garrison leaders. The training for the cadets, which included students at Alabama A&M University and the University of Alabama in Huntsville, consisted of basic rifle marksmanship, land navigation, squad and platoon tactical patrolling, and patrol base and defensive operations. Last Thursday, they started their day early with a six-mile road march to the shooting range. 
That afternoon, Garrison Commander Colonel Brian Cozine and Command Sergeant Major Dylan LeMasters shared their own military experiences and career advice with the group. That does it for this week. You can find all of those stories and more in the Redstone Rocket that's on newsstands now. Or visit us online at www.theredstonerocket.com.